0: Hey, y'all, we're rerunning two episodes today. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. The day was May 16th, 1929. The first Academy Awards ceremony, also known today as the Oscars, was held in Hollywood at a dinner party for about 270 people. At the time, the film industry was going through some major changes. Though silent films were still popular and sound films had been around for decades, the 1927 film The Jazz Singer was the first feature-length movie with dialogue and singing. Talkies, or talking pictures, were on the verge of transforming Hollywood. In 1927, Louis B. Mayer, the head of MGM Studios, founded the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. The Academy was a nonprofit organization whose goal was to advance the film industry. A committee of the Academy was soon tasked with creating a presentation for Academy Awards. The ceremony was put on the back burner as the Academy dealt with higher priority issues, but plans for the awards were accepted in 1928. And in 1929, the Academy hosted its first ceremony honoring film achievements, billed as a fundraiser for the Academy. The private dinner and ceremony took place in the Blossom Ballroom at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Tickets to the dinner were $5. The dinner consisted of half-broiled chicken on toast, new string beans, and long-branch potatoes, among other foods. Douglas Fairbanks, an actor and the first president of the Academy, hosted the 15-minute-long presentation ceremony after the dinner. The winners of the Academy Awards were announced to the press three months before the first Academy Awards ceremony. But on May 16, 1929, the day of the ceremony, Fairbanks and the Academy's vice president, William C. DeMille, gave out the trophies. The trophies, officially known as the Academy Award of Merit, were designed by art director Cedric Gibbons and sculpted by George Stanley. The statuette was a knight holding a sword and standing on a film reel. They were about 12 inches or 30 centimeters tall and were made of 24-karat gold-plated bronze. Films released between August 1, 1927 and July 31, 1928 were eligible for recognition. The jazz singer was ineligible to compete for Best Picture because the Academy had ruled that pitting silent films up against sound films was unfair. The first ever Academy Award presented was given to German actor Emil Jannings, who was not present at the actual ceremony, but won Best Actor for his role in the movies The Way of All Flesh and The Last Command. It is worth noting that Jannings went on to star in many Nazi propaganda films and was named an artist of the state by Josef Goebbels, the Reich Minister of Propaganda in Nazi Germany. The first film ever to win Best Picture, or Outstanding Picture as it was called then, was Wings, a movie about two World War I pilots who were in love with the same woman. The film, directed by William Wellman, cost $2 million to produce and was the most expensive movie at the time. Janet Gaynor was the only woman to win an award. She scored the Best Actress Award for her work in the films 7th Heaven, Street Angel, and Sunrise. Charlie Chaplin, who had been removed from the Best Actor, Writer, and Comedy Director categories, was given an honorary award. The 1929 Academy Awards ceremony was the only one that was not broadcast. The next year, the awards were broadcast live on the radio, and winners were not announced to the press until the night of the ceremony. In 1939, the Academy officially began using the nickname Oscar for its awards, though people had already been using the word Oscar in this context, and the origins of that name are unclear. The sealed envelope system for announcing awards was instituted in the early 1940s. And in 1953, the first televised Academy Awards ceremony aired. Since their launch, the Academy Awards have drawn criticism for their voting process, industry conflicts, bias, and questionable standards of quality, lack of diversity in membership, and lack of racial and ethnic representation in nominees and winners. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Here's another interesting note: that honorary award that was presented to Charlie Chaplin at the Inaugural Academy Awards was stolen from the Paris offices of the Association Chaplin and is reportedly worth more than a million dollars. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at T D I H C Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you again tomorrow for more tidbits of history. Hey y'all, I'm Eves, and welcome to The Stand History Class, a podcast that brings you a new tidbit of history every day. The day was May 16, 1966. China's Cultural Revolution began when the Chinese Communist Party Central Committee issued a document known as the May 16th Notification. The Cultural Revolution was a decade-long period of political and social upheaval launched by Mao Zedong. The origins of the Cultural Revolution are complex, but the 10 years that ensued were characterized by extreme violence, persecution, and an economic downturn. Mao Zedong, the chairman of the Communist Party of China, proclaimed the founding of the People's Republic of China in 1949. Mao set about instituting measures to reform society. Landlords were killed and land was redistributed to peasants. The opposition was violently suppressed. And Mao started the Hundred Flowers campaign, inviting criticism of the Communist Party of China's policies. But he soon backtracked on it. In 1958, Mao launched the Great Leap Forward, which was a five-year campaign of forced agricultural collectivization and rural industrialization. But implementation was poor and hasty, and ideological purity was emphasized over expertise. The disruption of China's agriculture and natural disasters led to famine and massive economic and environmental destruction. The Great Leap Forward was a failure and resulted in tens of millions of deaths by starvation, execution, torture, forced labor and suicide. The government began to repeal the program by 1960, but its failure created tension between party leaders. The campaign was denounced and Mao was blamed. Mao's position in government weakened. As Mao attempted to regain his authority over the next few years, there was a brief period of recovery and economic stability. Agricultural and industrial production increased, but Mao and his supporters were plotting a comeback. The exact origins of the Cultural Revolution are not clear, but many historians point to the play Hai Ri Dismissed from Office, which was about a Ming Dynasty official who criticized the emperor. Mao was convinced that the play supported the defense minister, Peng Dehuai, whom Mao had purged because he criticized the Great Leap Forward. Mao's supporters also denounced the play as an attack on Mao's leadership. Mao and his supporters began advocating for a cultural revolution, claiming that they aimed to restore socialism and take down the ruling class. The cultural revolution also operated as an effort to eliminate people who had went up against Mao. On May 16, 1966, the Central Committee of the CPC issued a document condemning CPC member Pong Zin and his committee, known as the Five-Man Group, for saying that the high replay was an academic issue and not a political one. Pong and other members of the group were purged from the CPC, and the Five-Man Group was replaced with the Cultural Revolution Group. The May 16th notification stated that the enemies of the Communist Party had infiltrated the party, and it outlined the revolution's goal of pursuing class warfare. Though Mao didn't formally launch the Great Proletarian Cultural Revolution until August, this day is widely considered its beginning. Schools were closed. Intellectuals were sent to the countryside to do manual labor, a cult of personality formed around Mao. Students formed paramilitary groups called the Red Guards and targeted political enemies, like elites and others deemed to be anti revolutionaries. They urged people to get rid of the four olds, or old customs, culture, habits, and ideas. They also destroyed historical sites and artifacts. They even carried out mass killings in cities. As the Red Guards became more extreme, the People's Liberation Army was sent in to restore order. Mao's death on September 9th, 1976, marked the end of the Cultural Revolution. Death tolls vary greatly, from the hundreds of thousands to millions. The economy was damaged. The Cultural Revolution completely upended Chinese politics and society. I'm Yves Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us at thisday@iheartmedia.com. At you can also hit us up on social media. We're at T D I H C Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow.